Welcome into another edition of the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network with a look at the NFC East. Kind of a breakdown of uh, an overview of the team. Don't get as in-depth. We're going to give you a thumbnail sketch here. You'll want to get the detailed information. Go over to LandryFootball.com where we will provide you the most detailed film room analysis you're going to get anywhere from a coaching and scouting perspective. I've been in the league now. It was my 40th NFL draft this past year. I do consulting work for NFL teams and college programs on coaching and scouting consulting work. So we provide those insights for you over at LandryFootball.com. So if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got it for you. Breaking down the games, the teams, all for you. Take advantage of our football season sale, limited time only. Uh, Also, uh, if you want to try it out uh, for a month, you can do that as well. So uh, there you go. Uh, Look, it's almost been about two decades since the team has repeated as NFC East champions, all the way back to the Eagles winning from um, 2001 to 2004. That's made for quite a dramatic playoff race each year, even if none of them are very good. But the 2022 NFL season brings several potential playoff teams as each of the teams made significant upgrades. The Eagles traded for A.J. Brown on draft day. The Commanders have a new quarterback to go with their new name. Even the Giants have a new look at first-time head coach-GM combination. But uh, what about the Cowboys? Let's start with them. Dak Prescott is coming off a really good season. Um, I, I don't know how much they're going to miss, miss Amari, Cooler, uh, Amari Cooper. His play decline. Uh, trade probably made some sense. C.D. Lamb has star qualities. Getting Michael Gallup back was a smart move. Um, I, th- I thought they needed to move on from Lyle Collins. They just couldn't count on him anymore. Uh, Tyron Smith injury is big. Zach Martin, uh, you know, really good. They need those guys healthy, staying strong, and obviously they're not off to a good start there. Zeke Elliott barely cracked 1,000 yards last year for what they're paying him. Um, this is where Dallas gets into trouble with stargazing. You've got to be careful to pay back that type of money particularly when their play is likely to decline over the course of the contract, not getting their money's worth, and then it limits your allocation at other places. At tight end, they're in good hands with Dalton Schultz. He deserves a a new contract. Trevon Diggs is special. You don't pick off 11 passes without great skills and hands, ball skills and hands. Michael Parsons is twitchy, versatile. He's great. I like what he does rushing off the edge and as an off-the-ball linebacker. Demarcus Lawrence, if they get a good full season out of him, a season out of him, a full season, he's outstanding. I thought uh, Dorrance Armstrong started to recapture his college form as a pass rusher. Um, I like J. Ron Curse and how he gets to the football. He's a really good tackler. The New York Giants not picking up a fifth-year option for Daniel Jones was logical. There's no they wanted to wanted to get into a Sam Donald type of commitment when they're not totally sold on the quarterback. Tyrod Taylor is a very reliable backup. The Kennedy Galladay signing not looking so good. Kadarius Tony has a lot of growing up to do. I thought they had a nice draft picking up Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau give them some building blocks on both sides of the football. Um, you know I think Neal's better than maybe most people think. Thibodeau, um, the, 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 you know, the, the guy has got to be a little bit more focused on football. Um, I think he's got a lot of work to do on technique, but if he'll work at it, there's nobody with more natural pass rush skills. He can rush the passer as well as anyone naturally. Andrew Thomas is very talented. <clears throat> um, Saquon Barkley hasn't played as well as, you know, uh, you had hope. Um, 
little surprised about the Blake Martinez move. I like the way he finds the football, like his tackling. Um, a little bit surprising. Aziz Ujolari is about as fast as anyone coming off the edge. Leonard Williams has been um, a really good player for them. Dexter Lawrence is a gigantic presence at the line of scrimmage. Uh, they finally moved on from James Bradbury, uh, James Bradbury, cutting him from clearing some salary cap space. I'm not entirely comfortable with their corner situation. Xavier McKinney is a complete safety, gets the job done in, in every way. The Eagles. Jalen Hurts is right on the edge of being a, a really good quarterback. Not quite there yet. I'm just not sure if he's going to be um, in the very good, great category. I think he's going to be one of those guys that you can work around to a point, but he won't be good enough to get you deep, as deep as you think. I like his leadership. I like his feet. Um, he's just not an accurate deep ball guy. And here's the thing. His arm is not what people think is not nearly as strong as you would like. Devontae Smith does everything smooth. He's a real challenge for defensive backs. By trading for A.J. Brown, the Eagles have someone who can compete for contested catches and can get deep. This makes up for missing on Jalen Rager. They moved on from Miles Sanders is a good back and does everything well, just needs to be healthier. Haven't seen the lineman as big as Jordan Meliata since Jonathan Ogden was playing for the Ravens. Uh, one more year for Jason Kelsey. He's uh, one of the smartest centers uh, seen in an awful long time. Lane Johnson hasn't lost a whole lot of anything. He's a powerful guy. Dallas Goddard's playing well. They need uh, Kenneth Gainwell involved. Jonathan Gannon is starting to get the, the kind of linebackers he needs to run the 4-3. By signing Kazir White, they've got an athletic willbacker. Fletcher Cox is showing signs uh, of slowing down. Uh, Javon Hargrave and Josh Sweat are – a pretty good pass rushing tandem. I'm not quite sure I'm sold on them being elite level. Now they've got to get Hassan Reddick uh, on the defense. They've got, you know, potentially three guys that I would hope they get more production out of. Darius Slay is tough in one-on-one -on -one coverage situation. He's one of the best corners in the league. The safeties aren't bad, but they don't make a ton of plays. For Washington, I just don't see Carson Wentz having a renaissance. After failing in Indianapolis and Philadelphia, he's got to change his ways and stop being a go-for-glory guy and be a little bit more poised and take what the defense gives him. The good news is that Wentz has a lot of good players around him. I think uh, Terry McLaurin is, is a really true number one receiver. He's a great after-the-catch guy, really competitive. Drafting Jahan Dotson gives them some speed on outside to go with Curtis Samuel in the slot. There isn't a more versatile tandem in the backfield than Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick and Brian Robinson, Jr. We wish him the best off of that uh, very awful situation. And uh, But, you know, he's a good physical back, uh, and he can, you know, play when he gets back healthy. It's a pretty solid offensive line. I think signing Trey Turner for a low price was a good move. Um, they're not going to scare anybody at the tight end position. Taylor Heineke is a good backup. Strength of the team is a defensive line. Um, they've drafted exceptionally well there. Um, but I, I still want to see more out of those edge rushers. The linebackers are just okay. Nothing special. Bobby McLean is the most productive guy they got in the secondary. William Jackson, third, can play. Uh, gets hurt way too much. Uh, um, C.J. Gardner-Robinson will help them as a slot guy who can, um, can you know, adjust and play 
multiple positions in the secondary. I kind of looked at this division as the Giants in Washington. Maybe Washington might be a little bit ahead in some areas, Giants and others, but still kind of the third and fourth teams. Dallas gets a lot of play and a lot of stargazing, as I mentioned. I don't like their depth. I like Philly's depth a little more. I like Dallas's quarterback more. So I think this is going to be an intriguing division. I would probably give a slight edge to um, to Philly with their depth, but I don't see um, any team in this division going deep into the playoffs. So uh, that's kind of how I see it. Uh, again, it could change, but I don't see any of those teams going deep into the playoffs, and I do think it's kind of a Philly-Dallas combination. Folks, we're going to be breaking all these teams down in every division down and all of college football and all of the NFL down each and every day over at LandryFootball.com. So to get more detailed film room analysis, um, go to LandryFootball.com for all the latest uh, information. Try it out for get the football season sale or try it out. Uh, for a month, whatever is your pleasure. Appreciate you joining us. Join us over at LandryFootball.com and join us on the next edition of the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon.